I imagine it's a busy morning for our next guest, uh, Jeffrey Thomas, who's the editor-in-chief of AirlineRatings.com and uh, a respected aviation commentator. Morning, Jeffrey. Good morning, folks. How are you all? Very well. Now, the news that uh, Virgin is expected to go into voluntary administration this morning, what does that mean for us? Well, look, that's a very good question. Everybody would like to know the answer. But... um, what I believe is going to happen, uh, Deloitte's are going to be or have been called in, um, and they will keep the airline operating as it is at the moment. Of course, we all know that it's down to about three percent of its network, supported by both Qantas and Virgin, supported by the government to keep air routes open and doing repatriation flights. What they'll do is they'll restructure the airline. They will um, extinguish some of the debt obligations that the airline has renegotiate those if necessary, um, and also talk to several equity um, partners about taking um, taking over the airline. There are a couple that have been identified. But, and I believe that the airline will fly out of this um, because at the core, um, leaving aside the debt situation, the airline is one of the best around. They've got fabulous staff, very professional, very passionate, and that's a tremendous asset. So I, I do believe the airline will fly out of this once uh, once the uh, re- restructuring and renegotiation has taken place. Some people will remember uh, the circumstances with ANSET many years ago when it was they were the second airline. Mm. They yep. went into some type of voluntary administration for a number of weeks as well, didn't they? Look, they did, and then there was a rescue attempt uh, under the name of Tesna, which uh, listeners may remember. Yeah. Um, and one of them, this is an interesting point, one, and that was um, that was organised by Lindsay Fox and Solomon Liu. The problem with ANSET was that it was a very inefficient airline as opposed to Virgin, which, leaving aside the debt, is an efficient airline and it, today very well run under Paul Scurra. Okay. Now, one of the things that scuttled Tesna, that, that rebirth in 2002, was the fact that the airline said we're not going to honour the frequent flyer points. Now, I think any solution to the Virgin Australia situation will have to honour frequent flyer points, will have to honour tickets, because you're going to want a lot of loyal customers. Now, if, if, uh, if the new owners of Virgin do not honour those, then, you, in my view, you don't have an airline. You've got no goodwill, too. Yeah, exactly. Although the, the flip side for that, too, is if Virgin does go belly up, then we're in a monopoly situation, and then all of a sudden, what would that look like? Well, what happened previously when ANSET went down? Did prices yeah. go up? Well, well, prices did go up, um, because at that stage, Virgin, as it was then called Virgin Blue, was only a very minor player with a handful of aeroplanes, not the, not the very large airline it is today. Yes, airfares did go up, um, and they stayed up for quite a while until Virgin gained ground um, and size, and then they started to trend downwards. And it's an interesting point you raise. Up to when Virgin started in in, uh, January, I think it was 2000, airfares in the previous eight years had gone up by about 5%. Mm. Now, since Virgin's been in the market since 2000, airfares have declined by over 40%. Wow. So it's had a very positive impact on, on air travel. I mean, and there's other factors that go into this as well, but they've been a major player 
So in a monopoly situation, heaven forbid, um, you would expect, uh, as has happened in the past, airfares would trend upwards. How much, it's just too hard to tell. But I mean, Qantas is a very, in my view, very responsible airline. And I don't think it would fare gouge uh, uh, like you know some people may suggest. But at the same time, being a monopoly is not a situation we want in this country. No. Does it matter who buys it? Um, it's not Australian-owned at the moment, is it? But they're talking about Chinese airlines buying it. That wouldn't make any difference, I presume, to the prices. Of well, the look, that's an interesting point, and that's uh, a very interesting point. It is, it is 90% foreign-owned at the moment, uh, 10% Australian equity. Um, and my understanding is that Canberra would look more favourably on assistance if, in fact, it was, if the new owner was an Australian-based company, an Australian-based equity company. Hmm. Uh, because the, the, while we're talking about Virgin right now with this COVID-19 disaster, in seven or eight months' time, we're going to be talking about Qantas needing help as well. And what, what is needed is a whole-of-industry support package, a substantial one like they've done in the United States. The United States has tipped $90 billion Australian dollars into its airline system to, to support it through this disaster. So, uh, you know, while we're talking Virgin, Qantas, you know, down the track, we could be talking Qantas needing assistance as well. So well, I that's think interesting because you, be you hear people saying that, oh, you can't give money to Virgin unless you're going to give it to Qantas. So, so yeah, perhaps they should both just get it now anyway. Well, I think, I think the government wants to see the end of its current share, Virgin's current shareholders. Um, and they want it, to, and it's more, far more palatable politically if they're seen to be helping an Australian company rather than an overseas company. Well, no doubt all the Virgin staff will be. Yeah, uh, let's, hope, let's hope there's hope for them then in that yeah, case. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. Look, no, I think there this? is. Mm. Yep. Yeah, look, I really do think there is because they're a fabulous bunch of people. I mean, yeah. Anybody who flies Virgin knows how good they are. Yeah. Um, and we and we need to preserve those jobs. Uh, because they're a tr- they're a fabulous group of people, and we need a second airline. So, yes. you know, let's let's try and make it happen. I remember the great Wally Lewis, um, Mitch. Uh, I remember I was Anset. working at Channel Nine when Anset went down, and Wally had a million frequent <laughs> fly points. Yeah. Oh. Did, didn't he, Mitch? Yeah, yeah. And I remember you... the king blowing up. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, think that, if you think that changed the way that he handles it and doesn't give out free flights to his kids, well, then you've got another <laughs> thing coming. So. Hey, thanks for joining us, thanks, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Thanks. Pleasure, folks.